Attention all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers, all you visionaries and nonconformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are hardwired to change the world. You are listening to the Spiritual Activist Radio Show, and I am Rahasia Uncensored where we look at the world not as it is, but as we know it can be, if and only if we have the courage to question the answers we've been given. This is our world, and it's time for us to take it back. Hello, this is Rahasia, Uncensored, on the BBS radio show. We're also, you're probably watching this on YouTube or my BitChute channel. And um, today, I'm telling you, I... I have had a hard, difficult time speaking out because there's so much craziness, bullshit, and everything else out there. It's it's hard to tell who to believe, but it's reached a point to where I feel like my silence is allowing what's happening to happen, and I can't, in good moral judgment, let that happen. Um, and it's true. When you step out like this, especially on social media, that's being really censored heavily. I'm not going to put anything in my description about what I'm going to talk about or what I'm showing, because some of what I'm showing has already been removed from uh, YouTube. So I'll put this on BitChute also and bbsradio.com forward slash spiritual activists. They're, they're holding firm and they're holding tight and they're not letting things get censored. That's to show you just, I'm just a normal guy out here. I'm doing the best I can to uh, wake people up because I, I think everything that's happened, all of this nonsense. I mean, this goes all the way back to, I truly, truly think based upon evidence and even firsthand experience talking with Robert Kennedy Jr. This was a whole takedown of our government from the moment that bullet or those bullets went into JFK. That point, we started losing our government and it's been happening ever since. You know, the, the CIA goes all the way back to Nazi Germany. My God, I mean, these people were part and parcel of Operation Paperclip that was brought over here. The people that started the CIA, really do your research and, and you'll see what I mean. This is a takeover. We're being attacked right now, I think by China. It's not a theory. It's based upon a lot of hard, cold facts. And uh, there's a lot of people much smarter than I am that would agree with me. I've interviewed three CIA agents I mean, um, Robert David Steele was one of them. He's probably the most outspoken about what's going on right now. This is, this is serious, folks. We're going to lose our country. And if we do, we're going to lose the world. We're going to go into this great reset world domination, one world government dystopia that uh, it'll take decades, if not centuries, if ever, to get out of it. Now, what I'm going to do is I have an opportunity to, to do something here and just play you the original. Um, 
when I see somebody put something down so good and so perfect, uh, it's ridiculous to try to redo that and to make it sound like it's me or mine or anything just to get you. This is really important. We need to understand what is going on. And please hang in there with me. Now, I'm, I'm going to play a little video clip of, um, oh, well, I'll just, I'll play it, then I'll explain who it is and why it is and all that, because it keeps being taken down off of YouTube. And, and we have to stop this from happening. We have to stop this. So let me play this and we'll get back to you. 2020 has been a year like no other. Everything we know, everything we trust, and everything we've come to rely on has changed. So how could we expect the U.S. election to be any different? Mainstream media are telling us the race is over. Biden won. Time to move on. Nothing to see here, folks. But in your gut, you know something's just not right. From the strange patterns on election night, to the weeks of suspense, to the reports of fraud that evaporate faster than Biden's memory, it just doesn't add up. Stay with me, and you'll see just what's going on behind the scenes in this election, and why the greatest threat we're facing right now is not an invisible enemy invading our bodies, but one that's invading our country and our minds. Welcome to Man in America. I'm your host, Seth Holhouse. Let me ask you, how do you know what's happening in the world right now? How do you know what's going on in this country? Or even your city? I'm going to go out on a limb here and assume you probably turn to mainstream media, which includes social media. Perhaps you watch Tucker in the evenings, or read New York Times Sunday morning, or check Facebook on your lunch break. So how do you know what's going on in the U.S. election? What did you think on election night when historically red states and battleground states were stalled, while blue states were immediately called for Biden? Or when Fox called Arizona with so many votes still out, of course, for Biden? And how about the late night ballot dumps that were somehow all for Biden? And the batches of pristine mail-in ballots also all for Biden. And then there were the burst water pipes and the power outages and the computer glitches and issues with Sharpie pens and lost USB drives that somehow all favored Biden. And then we have the hordes of dead voters, once again, all for Biden. The dead people really did vote for Biden. I fact-checked it. And what are the odds that all the last-minute changes to our election process and voting laws, in the name of COVID, also favored Biden? And how about all the counties with more votes than eligible voters, or where they got more mail-in ballots than they even sent out? In Pennsylvania, they sent 1.8 million mail-in ballots and got back 2.5 million. And last but not least, we've got Dominion, the voting system with ties to socialist Venezuela that was programmed to manipulate votes for Biden while sending our data to China, Iran, and Russia. And when the system crashed because of the Trump landslide, key battleground states simply decided to stop counting and head on home. 
When has this ever happened before in U.S. history? This is just the tip of the iceberg. Every one of these reports should be serious grounds for investigation. Thousands of poll workers, postal workers, election officials, and honest Americans, both Republican and Democrat, have come forward with photos, videos, and firsthand stories affirmed by sworn affidavits documenting massive voter fraud. Social media has been flooded with them, yet mainstream media keeps asking, where is the evidence? Once everyone is gone, coast is clear, they are going to pull ballots out from underneath a table. Watch this table. Do you see the gentleman in, in the red? So he just pulled one out. So wh what are these ballots doing there, separate from all the other ballots? And why are they only counting them whenever the place is cleared out with no witnesses? Where's the evidence? Uh, I'm here with Elliot right now at his wedding, and we were taking the trash out, and I wanted to show you guys what we found in the trash can at uh, St. Anne's, which is a polling place. Donald Trump. Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. 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 And there's and there is, there is, more, there is, there's more ballots, ballots in inside can. that trash. But we will, we will say we did find one Biden. Where's the evidence? Can you calculate how, how, how much of a vote that accounted for for Biden and how much for Trump? Close to 600,000. I think our, our figures are about 570 some odd thousand that uh, all those spikes represent over time. For Biden? Correct. And how much for Trump? I think it was a little over 3,200. <laughs> now, hold on. Didn't they just drag us through a baseless four-year witch hunt into Russian election interference over far less evidence? And isn't it their job to be digging for evidence? Wouldn't Nixon have gotten away with Watergate if the media didn't dig for evidence? Not only aren't they digging for it right now, but they're burying it in a giant game of whack-a-mole, along with their comrades over at Twitter, Facebook, and Google. Of course, they had their fact-checkers debunk everything first. These arbiters of truth who have more conflicts of interest than flavors of ice cream in Nancy Pelosi's freezer. <laughs> Even President Trump's tweets are so-called fact-checked and censored, and his press conferences are interrupted and cut off. Okay, so here we are again in the unusual position of not only interrupting the President of the United States, but correcting the President of the United States. Think about what this means. The President of the United States of America is being censored by U.S. companies. This whole thing reeks of corruption. And not just corruption, but treason. It's such a joke that I'd be laughing if it wasn't so serious. But it is serious. Because let's assume for a moment that just a fraction of the fraud reports are true. If mainstream media and social media didn't let you see or even talk about them, how would you even know? Think about it. If our election was stolen and our government was overthrown and yet they kept it all hidden, how would you know? If mainstream media can completely control public opinion and the flow of information, including from our president, does the truth even matter? What if I told you that every single one of our mainstream media, including Fox, is being used as a tool to manipulate public opinion and steer the outcome of the election? Perhaps a year ago, 
you might have called me a conspiracy theorist. But considering we've all been living in the twilight zone lately, you're probably starting to realize that anything's possible. Just try to wrap your head around this. How did the media so accurately predict the long delays in counting votes and the red mirage before the blue wave? And why did they spend months downplaying the risks of mail-in ballots while sowing the seeds that Trump would claim voter fraud and refuse to concede? Do they have a crystal ball? Why did Hillary Clinton tell Biden not to concede under any circumstances all the way back in the summer? You know, Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances. Why did they spend the last four years using every possible tactic to undermine Trump's presidency in the most relentless smear campaign the world has ever seen? And why did every single mainstream media rush to coronate Biden and cement him into the public mind? Now do you understand why he told voters, I don't need you to get me elected? I don't need you to get me elected. It never mattered that he hid in his basement all summer. It never mattered that only five people turned out to his rallies. And it never mattered that he couldn't even string a sentence together. It never mattered that the majority of Americans chose President Trump on November 3rd. And it doesn't matter that their fraud is more obvious than the stains on Monica Lewinsky's dress. Because when you control every single channel of information, nothing else matters. Right now, big media, big tech, big government, and even celebrities are blanketing us with the narrative that Biden won, while censoring all evidence of fraud and concealing the very real truth that our nation is facing its greatest threat since the American Revolution. Because as our founding fathers knew all too well, the moment we no longer have free speech and a free press to keep the government in check, we no longer have a democracy. I'm gonna level with you now. Anyone who has escaped communist China, Russia, Cuba, or North Korea can see the writing on the wall. In 1963, the communist goals to overthrow the United States were entered into congressional record. They stated, capture one or both of the political parties infiltrate the press, gain control of key positions in radio, TV, and motion pictures. After this election, it's pretty clear these goals have been achieved. And the more you look into it, the more you see that all roads lead to China, or more specifically, the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. Guess who owns a massive chunk of Hollywood, including AMC theaters and legendary film studios? You got it, the CCP. Guess who pays millions of dollars to mainstream newspapers, including the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, to publish their propaganda? The CCP. And guess who's given the Biden family billions of dollars? Yes, the CCP. Now do you see why Biden is the media's darling? On the contrary, Who's been the biggest thorn in the CCP's side? Who stood up to their abusive trade policies and slapped them with billions of dollars in tariffs? Who dismantled their stranglehold on manufacturing and brought American factories and jobs back home? Who stopped the pillaging of U.S. intellectual property? Who put serious penalties in place for violating religious freedoms? And finally, Who had the guts to call a spade a spade and rightfully point a finger at the CCP for concealing a virus that has crippled 
our entire world. President Trump. Now do you understand why they hate him so much? They've been coming after America, coming after you and I for decades, and their plan was basically complete. That is, until President Trump got in their way. Right now, we're in a battle for our republic. The enemy is already inside the gates. Even those we thought we could trust have turned on us. They're not fighting with guns and bombs, no, but with words, ideas, and narratives. Because what they're fighting for are our minds. In 1956, communist leader Khrushchev said, We will take America without firing a shot. We do not have to invade the U.S. We will destroy you from within. I hope you can see now that the invisible enemy is communism. And the most deadly virus is the Chinese Communist Party. It sneaks into a country through the vices of corrupt politicians, businessmen, and people with power and influence. It rips through cities and towns, bodies and minds, leaving no stone unturned, no soul untouched, and a trail of death and destruction in its wake. It sows its seeds by convincing us that lies are truth, evil is good, and hatred is love, that division is unity, and that our enemies are each other. Man versus woman, rich versus poor, black versus white, left versus right. It takes root when we feel helpless, afraid, and alone. It erases our history and slanders our forefathers and teaches our children to hate themselves, their families, and their country. It ridicules our beliefs, undermines our values, and attacks our way of life. It even demands that we kneel down in shame. But we will not be ashamed. It can't pull the wool over our eyes anymore because we know who we are. We fought to escape tyranny. We bled to end slavery. We revere the brave men who died to secure our freedom. We welcome people of all races and religions. We love our neighbors. We help the poor. We cherish our families. We work hard for what we have. We unite in times of hardship. We know good from evil and truth from lies. And we know that our rights don't come from the government, but from God. And we will fight to the death to protect those rights. The time ahead is critical. We, the people, need to call upon our president to defend us from enemies, foreign and domestic, and uphold his oath. For the time being, we still have free press and free speech at our fingertips. But if we don't grab hold of them now, we'll lose them forever. Independent, honest media companies like OAN, Newsmax, and the Epoch Times will guide us out of the darkness, while mainstream media will only drag us further down. It's time to stop giving them our money, 
our attention and our minds. Unlike their Facebook pages, unsubscribe from their emails, unfollow them on Twitter, delete their apps, and stop visiting their websites. Support the countless patriots who've gone through hell and high water to get this information to you. Like their content, subscribe to their channels, share their videos, spread their message. Stop using Google search. Google is censoring every result and robbing you of your right to know the facts. Start using DuckDuckGo and compare them. You'll be shocked. Get off Twitter and Facebook and switch to Parler. Join millions of patriots who have already turned their backs on these toxic companies who dare silence our voices. Join the millions of patriots who are standing up and rallying across the country, demanding justice and rejecting communism. Our enemies snuck in during the night and tried to use the media to lull us to sleep while they stole our country. But instead, they awoke the sleeping giant. We see them for who they are now. And they'll never be able to fool us again. They tried to trigger a great reset, but instead, they triggered a great awakening. We will not look back five years from now and tell our children that we did nothing as our nation was stolen. We will tell them that we fought for and won our freedom just like our forefathers in 1776. America is the last bastion of freedom in the world. We are the only remaining threat to the CCP virus. If we fall, the world will fall, but we will not fall. It's time to stand with our founding fathers and to invoke the power of we the people and the power of God. We are the patriots. Okay, that was, um, I hope you're still with me. Um, even if you have a, a slight Trump derangement, I mean, that's pretty mellow what we were watching there, but to the point. Uh, that was man in America, and that was the plot to steal America. You can try to find it on YouTube. If you do, you can watch it, but they, they keep taking it down as quick as it goes up. And that tells you something. We are being censored. Our critical thinking, our rational thinking, facts, they're all being not only censored, but outlawed. You can actually get in trouble now for talking about some of this stuff. I think we better start talking. If you noticed, if you're watching this, you'll see that I'm wearing my sweater. I, I haven't wore this sweater in years because to tell you the truth, I've been disappointed in America, the way we've just let things go, this psychosis, this lethargic apathy, couch potato, just sitting around on couches, going on the internet, doing our Facebook social. Oh my God. You know, it just drives me crazy. I can't take no more, but I'm seeing an awakening. I, I think in just like Pearl Harbor, when, when they dropped bombs on Pearl Harbor, they awoke a sleeping giant and, and it was a mistake on their part militarily. But I think they've done the same thing with COVID-19 and all this that's going on. 9-11 should have woke people up. 
those buildings didn't fall down from kerosene and two planes hitting it. And the only thing left is somebody's passport in pristine shape. That plane did not go into the Pentagon, a perfect hole, 19 feet wide. Where did the two 6,000 pound titanium engines go to? Do you know what it would take to melt those down to vapor? Way, way more heat, sustained heat than what was there. Plus, there was no markings on the building. We need to wake up. Flight 93. No bodies, no plane, just a hole in the ground. The first time in the, in the history of the world, there's been a plane crash and no debris. First time ever. Building 7. It wasn't even hit. Matter of fact, BBC television was doing a broadcast saying that it fell down and it was in the background of uh, the person that's doing the broadcast. That should have woke people up. But we're, we are so addicted to drugs, legal and otherwise. We're so addicted to our own craziness, our own feelings of entitlement. Uh, we've stopped caring about the world around us. Now I think we need to start caring about the world around us. And we are because it's right here at home. We are being attacked, I believe, in my opinion. And this is based upon a lot of facts. We are being attacked by China, maybe Russia, who knows, but for sure China. So as I'm looking around and talking to friends in other countries, they're all looking to us, especially places like Australia, New Zealand, they're looking to us because if we go down, we're the first domino. And I implore you to please do your research. Don't just watch CNN or MSNBC or the networks or even Fox News. Fox News is looking a little shaky. Go to websites like Project Veritas. It's really good. Uh, Dave Rubin, he's the, the Rubin Report. He's pretty good. Uh, I like Glenn Beck. A lot of people don't, but, you know, I, I do. And this is where it gets weird. They've taken us to the point where we're afraid to say who we like. Like, I'm for Trump. Not because I think Biden's losing his mind or because Kamala Harris, I can't even imagine her becoming president. She is so far left. She's left the, the left people in the center. Um. And it's not because I, I just think Trump is the second coming of Jesus Christ either. He, he is full of detriment. He's full. Of, he, he's an embarrassment sometimes with his tweets and what he says. But don't you remember the old saying, don't kill the messenger? Listen to the message. We, we keep forgetting that, especially with Trump. He, he is. He, I mean, I, if I had a party, I don't, I'm not too sure I would invite him. He, he has to be the center of attention and everything. But in this particular case, I truly think that it takes a narcissistic, almost like pathological kind of a, a mentality to put up with what he's put up with for almost four years and, and still putting up with it. The lies that have been proven wrong proven but there's still people out there that 
don't understand that. And I, I, I'm not too sure why. I'm not too sure why. Um, other than the fact that I, I think as a society, we have gone a little bit psychotic. Uh, I know I ha- I've lost some really good friends, not lost them, but they won't get in touch with me again. Over crazy things, I interviewed the police chief here in Paradise. Uh, the reason for that is because I wanted to know if Antifa and Black Lives Matter came here and ripped up our town, are they just going to let them do it? Because Gavin Newsom says, you know, hands off. And the police chief said, no, if they, I'm a constitutional law enforcement officer. If they break the law, they're going to jail. And that was good to hear. But what else came up in the conversation was, do you believe that all law enforcement agencies across America are built on the very foundation of systemic racism? He said, no. And I, and I agreed with him. I, I, that's, now, that's not to say that there's not racism within the system, but to say the whole system is that way, one, it allows true racists to hide within the system. It also means that anybody that really thinks that aren't looking at the facts. Over 80% of Black people in Black communities, they all want more law enforcement, more law enforcement. Um, look at the people that wants to defund the police and disband the police departments. They're criminals. Antifa. Black Lives Matter isn't about black lives. I mean, wake up. Listen to people like Larry Elders, Candace Owens, a whole long list of academic people warning us that this is not the case. Tell me one thing that Black Lives Matter has done for black people. They haven't given any money. They have hundreds of millions of dollars. They haven't given any money to schools or to help black kids eat better or anything, education. They're just out there in the streets using their uh, Antifa people as agitators. And this gets into a subject that gets way too deep for a simple little podcast. You just need to do your research. My God. Uh, And I guarantee you, the people that will comment on this, watch some of the comments. These are millennials sitting at home in their pajamas on their parents' couch with nothing else to do except find things to complain about. And and they feel totally entitled to do that. They're waiting for their paycheck, their once a month thousand dollars or whatever they're being promised by the Great Reset, not realizing that little by little, that's going to acclimate them. Well, look, and this is a thing that's come up with black people. I, I have some really good friends that are black and they're all telling me the same thing. Within that strata of the black community that is waking up, they're, what they're waking up to is they're tired of being victims. They said, don't call us victims anymore. We're not victims of our culture. We're not victims of finances. We don't want that title anymore. We want to climb out of that. They're in like three and four generations of welfare recipients. We have to back them up and be strong with them. But we don't do this by saying they're being victimized by police departments. Even though that happens, I know it happens. But I mean, here's an example. 
tell me one white person, and believe me, more white people, of course, black people are only 13% of the population, but by far per capita, more white people are victimized and uh, killed by white officers than black people. What, what is going on there? Why, why aren't these facts coming out? Why aren't we being told this? Name me one white person that's been abused or killed by a white cop. Think about it. One. Anybody? Of course not. They don't make it on the TV. They don't make it there. Maybe one little black kid that's been shot by a random bullet from Antifa or Black Lives Matter riots. These aren't demonstrations. Name me one. There's been several. They don't make it on the TV. These little kids, totally innocent, aren't part of the rhetoric that's going on. I'm getting a little bit off track here, but this is important to understand the, the overall thing that is encapsulating and suppressing our thoughts and turning us into just a bunch of walking zombies. You know, I go downtown, I have a difficult time, um, really difficult, because I'm seeing everybody acquiesce to wearing a mask and cowering down. They, they don't give you eye contact anymore. But there's something going on, and I want to bring this up before I run out of time. I'll do a screen share here and show you what I mean. Okay, so this is uh, in the United States District Court, Western Division for the Northern District of Ohio. This is a lawsuit um, against their governor. Uh, it's a complaint, demand for jury trial. Let me just read you some of the contents. Uh, plaintiffs, standing venue, facts. And, and you can get this, by the way, at Make americansfreeagain.com now new mexico has entered into this and i i suspect some other states will too it's in here about testing cases about masks manipulation the psychological approach uh final summary of facts uh the law you know, jacobson and emergency declarations private right to privacy freedom of assembly what this all boils down to is the fact that this has been an illegal action on the federal government and state and local governments um, to isolate us and basically imprison us in our own psychological homes, because most of us aren't even obeying it anyway. Um, let me just look this over a little bit. Uh, these are the plaintiffs jurisdictions. Like I say, go to Make America Great, Make Americans Free Again, <laughs> Make American Great, it's stuck in my head. You have to admit, Trump is a, a mastermind at coming up with slogans and putting them in your head. Um, he's, a, he's a good talk show host, and he's been a surprise to a lot of us. Okay. I think you get the point here as I'm going through this. Okay, here's about what happened to the curve. Uh, when COVID-19 first struck in the USA, there was a tremendous amount of discussion about relating to flattening the curve. We were told 
that there was a very real danger that our healthcare system would be overrun and people would be dying in the streets because of this unprecedented danger. And it goes on and on and on. Um, yeah, I remember when this first started, I don't know about you, but I remember this uh, was going to be a two week period. Then it went to a month and it went to four months, six months. Now here we are going on a year later and they're still talking about uh, the worst isn't over. Now I'm going to get to something else too here, because this is one side of the story about COVID-19. We all know it came from China. I mean, get the hell over it, you know, thinking that this is uh, a natural thing. Uh, the deaths, the deaths are totally reported crazily. The tests don't work. Even the inventor of the test said it's not for testing anything like this, any kind of virus or anything. As you can see, this is pretty uh, uh, inclusive. The impact of our reaction to COVID-19. I'm not going to take the time to read all this. I'm just browsing through it so you get the idea that these are serious people in Ohio. And um, things like this are bringing up testing and cases. How they play with the statistics is unbelievable. Manipulation, the psychological approach to state, national, public manipulation. Um, this is, you can tell these are lawyers that put this together. How dangerous is COVID-19 really? I mean, think about it. 99.9% or more of the people that catch COVID are okay. They're okay. Do you know how many kids have died in California under 18? from COVID-19, and we've closed the schools, two. The last time I checked, there was two kids that died under the age of 18 that actually had COVID-19. Now, I'm not talking about a kid that was out and got hit by a car and had COVID-19. He died with COVID-19, not from COVID-19. It's hard to kill a kid with COVID-19 if because they're young, they're vibrant, they're they have good immune systems. Um, but this gives a good good graph to break that down so you can understand it a little bit better. Um, and the lawyers, they're, they're not could put this out without doing some reporting on it. So I won't go into this anymore, but I go to make Americans great. <laughs> I did it again. Make Americans feel. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I, I'm telling you, make Americans free again. That's a good example of how we get indoctrinated into thinking things. Now, here's another thing, too. Um, this is from Dr. Orient, the executive director of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, urged the committee to exercise its oversight over federal agencies that are effectively blocking treatment that could prevent 100,000 needless deaths and stop the crippling fear and the destruction of millions of livelihoods. Um, she goes on, this is shocking and unprecedented, but in today's litigious environment, she said doctors who dare describe a drug proven to effectively treat COVID-19 like hydrochloroquine could be fired, removed from insurance panels, investigated, or even de-licensed. Um, I mean, if that doesn't scare you, 
I, I'm not too sure what it's going to take to wake you up. There's another doctor, Dr. Corey. Look him up on YouTube. You might have to keep searching because they keep taking him down too. He was uh, testifying in front of a legislative panel of some kind, but telling people of ivermectin. Uh, they took 1,200 people, took 800, gave them ivermectin, 400, and didn't give them ivermectin. Now, these people were in a mixed group of people on the front lines. We're talking about ambulance drivers, first responders, doctors, nurses. After a set amount of time, the 800 people that had ivermectin, which is really, really inexpensive. It's like $2 a capsule. Um, not one of them. Not only did they not catch COVID-19, they didn't have it. In the and had the ability to pass it on to others. Out of the 400, over 50% caught COVID-19. Of course, 85% of them had to be tested to even know that they even had it because most of the people that catch it don't even realize they have it. They little sniffles and they just go on about their lives. 100% as a prophylactic, and they also tested it in hospitals where people were dying of COVID-19, of respiratory illness and things like that, it brought every one of them back. To my knowledge, it brought every one of them back. It was tough. You know, once you catch COVID-19, if you have bad lungs or heart condition or diabetes, you're in trouble. So you have to be a little bit careful. Dr. Corey, ivermectin, check it out. They're going to start censoring it. I'm trying to get some right now, and you can get it at Costco with a doctor prescribing it as a uh, lower intestine dewormer, basically. Um, and th there's no side effects other than you, your lower intestines get a little bit healthier. Uh, so that's something to consider also. Now I'm going to play a, um, a clip here from, I, I like this guy too, John Voigt. He... Uh, I think you'll like what he has to say. We're all angry and disgusted and can't bear this lie. This lie of destruction for the American people. This lie for the life of the American people, their freedom we were given when our forefathers fought the battle. This deceit will die in each one who took this path of wrongdoings. As a nation of strength, of liberty, we must stand with her torch of justice and freedom no matter how hard they try to knock her and us and President Trump down. This nation grew strong these past four years because of President Trump's love and his truths for America. The left are deceitful, insecure, and they are the ones who are racist and are putting America in harm's way. The law of attraction, the karmic law, will hold to each no matter this outcome. We all know the truth, that it was rigged. It was conned. It was the biggest lie that any election has witnessed beside Abraham Lincoln's fight for the people of the battle he won. Let us pray that God opens his arms. Let's pray that a miracle can shine upon this country. Let us pray to God that President Donald Trump has this election with an overturn for the truths, for the righteousness of the people who voted for the true truths to save America. The Republicans deserve truths, and the left are all lies. 
and are very dangerous for the nation's freedom. I ask with the power of each truth within, let us all keep faith that the nation's truth will win. Should it work in a lower frequency of God's request, he shall work in mysterious ways. I can promise this because no noble man would want to deceive the people. And if they do, which they are, he shall pay the price in time. So my fellow Americans, stand tall because we are the greatest nation never to be knocked down. We are truths, love, and freedom. We're the United States of America. God bless. So um, no matter what you feel about uh, what he just said, God bless. you have to admit that, and remember, don't kill the messenger. My God, you know, um, if, if you look at all the facts to this election, it is abundantly clear that something really strange is going on. Um, there's so much here I, I could play for you, but I, I know I'm running out of time here. So let me read this to you too, since uh, we're here. This is, this is by Rudolf Steiner. Now keep in mind, this was written in 1924, I think, something like that. Um, eliminate the soul with medicine. Now keep in mind that these vaccinations some of the patent numbers are things like 2020-060606, HR6666. These people are telling us, they're telling us that they're going to reprogram our DNA through an RNA injection and calling it a vaccination. Moderna. What does Moderna end with? RNA. The whole name is based around what they're going to do to us. This, this is Rudolf Steiner. Uh, I think you can see this on your screen. Um, this is more than 100 years ago. In the future, we will eliminate the soul with medicine. Under the pretext of a healthy point of view, there will be a vaccine by which the human body will be treated as soon as possible, directly at birth, so that the human being cannot develop the thought of the existence of soul and spirit. That would be chilling if that's all he said, but wait, there's more. The materialistic doctors will be entrusted the task of removing the soul from humanity. As today people are vaccinated against this disease or that disease, so in the future children will be vaccinated with a substance that can be produced precisely in such a way that people, thanks to this vaccination, will be immune to being subjected to the madness of a spiritual life. I mean, if this is not dystopia right out of 1984, I don't know what is. But wait, there's more. He would be extremely smart, but he would not develop a conscience. And that is the true goal of some materialistic circles. They want a, they want a, a country of workers. I think it was Rockefeller that said that. 
With such a vaccine, you can easily make the etheric body loose in the physical body. Once the etheric body is detached, the relationship between the universe and the etheric body would become extremely unstable, and man would become an automaton for the physical body of man. And this is like, and must be polished on this earth by spiritual will. So the vaccine becomes a kind of, <coughs> I can't even read that word, force. Man can no longer get rid of given materialistic feeling. He becomes materialistic of constitution and can no longer rise to the spiritual. I don't know. If that doesn't like freak you out a little bit, I don't know what will. But it's not meant to freak you out. It's meant to wake you up because we are waking up. Uh, this is a friend of mine's website, Geoengineering Watch, Dane Wigington. Um, check it out, geoengineeringwatch.org. He keeps you up with what's going on the weather and what the, the geoengineering and chemtrails and all that. I started reporting on chemtrails in my magazine, God, back when nobody was looking up, uh, around 2008 or something like that. It was on our front cover. Um, Sydney Powell, keep up with her. You can go to zinger.news. Um, but this is really interesting. I wish I had time to do all these. Now, this is Robert Kennedy. Uh, humans are free. Robert Kennedy is a warning of a coup to overcome world democracies. I talked with him at length when he was here in paradise and he clued me in on, I asked him about um, his dad. Do you think it was conspiracy? He says, hell yes, it was a conspiracy. He says, I didn't think it was conspiracy at all until I looked at the facts and realized that all of the bullets in Sirhan Sirhan's gun were accounted for, except for the bullet that went into the back of his dad's head. And his dad fell on a CIA agent. I mean, wake up, people. Wake up. It's time to wake up, and uh, this might this might be my last YouTube broadcast too. But you know what? I don't care because we may um, we may get hung separately, but um, for sure they can't hang all of us. Well, now we're coming to a close. I'm running out of time, but like to end just with a few remarks. And like I say, th- this is so much bigger than the guy with orange hair or the guy that's losing his mind that we have somehow, that's our choice of leadership. Um, but we have to make a choice. We have to. Um, look at what, here, here's a clue. And I do a lot of research you know, I, I try to make sure that the things I bring up, I, I have validated them for from different sources. Here's what to do. Watch CNN, watch MSNBC and the, and the networks. Pay attention to what they're not talking about, because that is the important news of the day. Uh, like Hunter Biden I mean, he has thousands of emails and thousands of photographs that the guy that he dropped his computer off to 
when he's seen some of the pictures, he realized some of them are illegal to have. What that means, I don't know. I can tell you what I think it probably means uh, because, and I'm not going to connect Hunter Biden because I think he has a, a drug problem, um, but that doesn't give you special dispensation uh, to just to go out into the world and do whatever you want to do. Think about this. Trump, when he got into the White House in, I think, 2017, he declared war on human trafficking. <laughs> this was a big step at putting lots of uh, power and pressure on human trafficking groups internationally. Uh, the Operation Underground Railroad. Check them out, what they're doing. When Trump got in there and started stirring up the swamp, yeah, it, it started smelling. Pedophiles started coming out and all these groups and the Jeffrey Epsteins and all this things that we don't like to talk about. I'll tell you a little thing that happened to me a few months ago. I was having dinner with about 10 or 12 people. Uh, most of them were elderly, my age. Um, there was only one lady there. She was about 78, I guess, something like that. Uh, little patent leather person, you know, just a nice little old lady. But it came up about human trafficking and um, all the things involved in that, which gets into organ harvesting, too, and adrenochrome and all this craziness that nobody likes. To, it's uncomfortable. Uh, we started talking about this, and she says, oh, oh, please, please, just stop. This is too un emotionally uncomfortable for me. The whole, t the whole table just stopped and looked at her. And I, I looked at her in the eyes and I said, okay, I can respect that. You, you can't handle it. It's too emotionally uncomfortable and you don't want to deal with it. But what you have to know is what you're actually saying. And this might hurt a little bit, but what you're actually saying is <clears throat> your emotional comfort is more important than the health and safety and all of the things that's going on with millions of kids all over the world being tortured, raped, dissected on the table for their organs. Your emotional comfort is more important than paying attention to that. If you can live with that, we'll all just shut up right now. Uh, we didn't shut up. You know, she had to deal with it. And I think that's what we have to do. We have to get in people's faces and say, hey, wake the fuck up, because if you don't, we're going to lose our society, our country, and our planet. It's going to be taken over by an old conspiracy that goes way, way, way back. Um, it's We're in it now. We're in the final phases of locking us down, literally. Uh, remember what Rudolf Steiner said, that this is what would happen. And if here's where I draw the line. I mean, I actually draw the line at torturing and raping little kids. I don't care if you're a priest or a nun or a politician. That, that is a line that we don't cross as a human society. Emphasis on human. Some of these people, I, I, I don't believe they're human anymore. 
we're going into a realm and I haven't even had a chance to get into off planet beings because that would degrade most of everything I'm telling you, but that also has something to do with this. The air force is letting out pictures that pilots have been taking with their iPhones, really clear pictures. Uh, the Tic Tac thing that happened down in San Diego a few years ago, coming up out of the ocean, going up to 60,000 feet in less than a second, a microsecond, coming back down and stopping 50 feet over the water. And this went on for two weeks. Uh, it ended up on the Washington Post front page. Uh, there's some top military personnel at the Pentagon that is giving a press release that we do in fact have in our possession an off-planet vehicle. This is disclosure, it's happening. And you can't tell me that that doesn't have anything to do with this. It, it has to have something to do with it, good or bad, I don't know. There's so much I don't know. Matter of fact, the more I look into this, the more I realize how much I don't know because it keeps opening up into more and more darkness and craziness, please. Pay attention. Just pay attention. And um, I suppose I should promote myself a little bit here. If you want to uh, make any donations, you can go to lotusguide.com forward slash campfire because our magazine has been through the Paradise Campfire two years ago, devastated our area. Our magazine has been through the 2008 craziness. Uh, we, we lost half of our advertisers. Now we're into COVID-19. The advertisers that's staying with us are doing pretty good because people still need help. But it freaked a lot of our advertisers out and people do massage. You can't do a massage if you can't touch somebody. So we're having a tough time. So if you want to help out, that would be great, but only do it if you can really, really, really afford it because we're going to do okay. I've, I've seen this coming for the past four years. So we're, we're okay personally. Magazine, that's a different story. What else can I say? Uh, check out, uh, I don't know if you've ever read the book, uh, You Know Something's Wrong When, by Judge Anne Von Reitz, R-E-I-T-Z. -E uh, her website is Anna Von Reitz, R-E-I-T-Z.com. Check her out, too. She's really outspoken about what's going on. So uh, for all of you brave souls that have stayed with me throughout this podcast, I appreciate it. And I'm going to start uh, putting more emphasis on my uh, online presence. I just haven't felt like it lately because there's so many people doing really good work. Uh, I, I just wanted to know where I fit in. And I think where I fit in is, uh, well, the name of my podcast is Spiritual Activist on the bbsradio.com uh, podcast station. And I think that's, that's my calling, to look at everything that's going on and seeing the underlying spiritual intent of what's going on. Like Rudolf Steiner said, you know, I think these vaccinations, and it's my opinion, I think they're meant to do something very, very diabolic and uh, for anybody that knows me, you know, I'm not religious. I wrote a book called To Believe or Not to Believe, The Social and Neurological Consequences of Belief Systems. And it talks about the craziness and the danger of believing things that you, you have no idea if they're true or not. You're pretending like you know. And 
the danger of that is it sets up a neurological network to where things like this can happen. There's people out there right now pretending, pretending like a mask is going to stop a, a virus from coming in. It's not going to do it. I wear a plastic shield when I have to go into a place like Costco to do shopping. The plastic shield doesn't cover anything, but yet it sort of makes people feel safe. We're just pretending. We're pretending. But I am going to leave you with this. I don't trust what's going on with the global dominance right now. It's totally possible for these morons to actually come up with a virus that could come back and haunt you. Uh, I did something on this when this first started. Dean Koontz wrote a book called God, Shadow, Out of the Shadows or something like that. In, in the book, he's talking about a virus that would come out in 2020. And uh, it would seem like it's okay. It would miraculously disappear. And then 10 years later, it would come back with a vengeance and kill off a lot of people. Don't put anything past these people. Be cautious. Be careful. But just remember, masks aren't, aren't going to help you. That's just to make you acquiesce and suppress you. Uh, there's a whole psychology around putting a mask over somebody. So be careful out there. Be careful. And at the same time, remember, we are spiritual warriors. Let's go out there and, and claim our spiritual inheritance and remember all of the people that fought and died to even bring this country about in the first place. Uh, these are amazing people. Right on back to George Washington and the founding fathers. These were amazing people. We can't let that just go by the wayside because we're afraid of a virus that where 99.9% of us survive. This is so ridiculous, people. And at the same time, be careful because these people are up to something. Uh, Read the Georgia Guidestones, read Agenda 21 or 2030. They want to take the world population down to a half a billion people. That means that 14 out of 15 of us, 14 out of 15 people on the planet need to find someplace else to live or not live. And they want to bring this about by 2030. That's 10 years. There's only a couple of things that would do that. And outrageous nuclear war, which I don't think anybody wants, or a virus. All right. I'll leave you with that. Take care and uh, stay safe. <laughs>